Hello and welcome to What's On at Cineworld Cinemas. I am Luke Owen. <laughs> I'm Dan Layton. Dan Layton, as always. Yes. A pleasure to see you. Oh, and you as well. <laughs> and I've seen you. I get to see you twice a week. I know. Now, which is so lovely, isn't it's it? It's a real thrill for me. For we, you, it's probably nightmarish. But. <laughs> no, quite the opposite. I think we always have such a lovely time together. Mm. And we got to do something a little bit special this week as well. We did. Yeah, we did. Well, we saw, we watched the trailer for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. We did a little live this, reaction. We did it live. We did it live on the set, live and in living colour. And it was not stressful for me in the <laughs> least. <laughs> you did a bang up job of setting up a stream with no technical support whatsoever. I think you are young. Oh, oh thanks, mate. Yeah. I, I had this grand plan of how it was going to work yeah. because I said to uh, Ollie Davis when I came in, I was like, I'm going to do a trailer, live trailer reaction to Black Panther Wakanda Forever today. He's like, brilliant, because that's something we've been looking through for ages. Love that. Do you know what you're doing to set it up? And I was like, Ollie, don't even question me about <laughs> it. Of course I know what I'm doing. I went and I tried the thing and it didn't work. Yeah. So then I was fumbling around trying to fix something and make it work before you arrived. Yeah, and I, I swanned in knowing nothing <laughs> of this. Very much a sort of duck still on the surface, furiously paddling under the surface. Yep. Uh, and you, I think, I think, and I'm sure that everyone listening and everyone who tuned into the live stream would agree. It was you killed the game. It was wonderful. Yeah. It was wonderful to do. Uh, and I think we'll be doing more of them as well. I hope so. Particularly because do you know what drops today? What? The trailer for the Mario movie, the Super it Mario movie. Does it? Yeah, it does I indeed. Yeah, Nintendo Direct. Um, I mean, at the time of recording. When you're hearing this on the Friday, you'll have already seen it. Really? We have not seen it yet. No, not yet. Not yet. Yeah, it drops, uh, drops today on Absolutely. Nintendo Direct. Have you seen the poster for it? No. Or maybe I have, and I just scooched past it because I thought it was a meme, <laughs> which is often the way that I, I behave online. I have heard that Chris, uh, Chris Pratt's voice for it is, according to someone in the know, phenomenal. Oh, really? Yeah. Now? Oh, that is interesting. I'm intrigued. So uh, here is the poster for it. Great for an audio medium. Oh, I have seen this, but I didn't. I thought this was just a thing. Yeah, and there is also uh, leaked images of what he is, what he looks like in the movie. Yeah, uh, let me just find this for you as well. I mean, I assume he looks like Mario. I, one would hope. What one would hope indeed. Uh, but because you know the internet is the internet. Remember when, oh, when that said, we didn't get a Sonic that looked like Sonic, did we? Oh, oh, great! That looks like Mario. Isn't it just? Yeah. However, a lot of the reaction to it is like, doesn't look like Mario. It looks like Mario. It's like it looks like Mario, but not Mario. Got a popping moustache. Yep. Got a nice, nice big face. Little hat on. Yep. I, I'm oh, looking. That's us. Uh, that is us. Yep. So apologies. Uh, I am excited to see the trailer for it. Yeah. Really, really stoked for it. Makes it quite fun. Because I am a big fan of the original Super Mario Brothers movie with uh, Bob, Bob Hoskins and yeah. John Leguizamo, which I have not seen. Johnny Legs. Johnny Jay Legs. Jay Legs, isn't there? Dennis Hopper. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> no. Shall I, do you think I should watch it before see, just so I get the canon? <gasps> Shall I, yeah, I can bring you in my. Co I've got oh multiple God. copies of it. So got, of course, you've got multiple copies of it. This is where you pull up your. You're not VHS. Like if you take off the mask on your Jason tattoo, <laughs> it's actually Mario. Take Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins Mario. Mario. Yeah. Um, we have got some comments left on last week's video as I'm well. Actually, that. no, we're going to read this one from Black Panther first, actually. Okay. Uh, from Tyler Rogers that says, Honestly, Wakanda Forever is probably one of my most anticipated movies for the last three months. I cannot wait. Definitely going to get very emotional. Mm, it's, it's got emotion in its DNA, hasn't it? Because we are also attached to Chadwick and it is so clear that this is about sort of taking that grief and, and 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 processing it and then moving forward and that Angela Bassett performance I think is going to be quite oh, something. that speech she has yes. in the trailer. Yeah. So, so great. Yeah. Uh, and we got this comment here from Zeke that said, I would love to leave an insightful comment but all I can say is that Dan looks great. Oh, come on. Stop, but never stop. 
Uh, let's get on with the show itself. We're going to be reviewing The Woman King. Here it is. We have got two big... Two kings. Two kings two films kings. this week. Yeah. But uh, The Woman King is the film we're going to be talking about. Indeed. Because yeah. you've seen it. I have seen it. I saw it last night. Uh, I went to my local world of cine to have a little look. And it is a banger. It is a great film. Yeah, really good. This is a movie that I saw the poster for. And I was like, oh, mm. I like the look of that. Then I saw a trailer for it. And I was like, oh, I'm even more into that. Because yeah. anything that's got Viola Davis in it is always going to be pretty high up on my list of like want to want to see yeah. that want to watch that but then like seeing her in a big action sequence and stuff and it looks like it's going to be like beautifully shot in this yeah. and the other is it can you confirm that all of that is true 100 percent true it's very much viola davis's movie she's at the center of it she is the, the the beating heart the moral compass the everything of the film she's she's incredible obviously it's viola davis but i don't think any certainly me as a big fan who has seen basically everything she's been in expected to see her carry an action movie on her shoulders like this mm -hmm. and she really does she looks the part she acts the part she is the part it's, it's it's an incredible central performance it's also a beautiful almost like spielberg kind of classic film it's got that kind of brave heart uh scope majesty uh it's 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 incredible i was really it's, it's a it's a just over two hours long hmm. and normally i see that and i'm like mm, could shorten it down not a minute of this film is wasted. Oh, cool. It's a really incredibly tight script written really well. You care about every single character and every performer in the film is knocking it out of the park. And it's it's something that... So when you do get the natural beat... It's, it's actually a really good example for any wannabe screenwriters or people who are interested in storytelling because it has the kind of classic three-act structure. Everything set up is paid off. And it shows that if you... You don't have to focus too heavily on characters to make you care about them, just a little bit here and there builds the, the sort of connection between the audience and the characters so that when you get those moments of pathos, you, you kind of, and, and there, is, there is a peril in this film because obviously they are warriors. It is an action movie where they go to war. Um, you're nervous for these characters because you've, you've cared about them the whole way through. It's a really, really good film. Really liked it. You, I mean, you said this before we started recording as well. You called it a Spielbergian. Yes. What do, what do you mean by sort of Spielbergian? So um, there's, a, there's a director, I don't know if you've heard of him. Uh, he's called Steven Spielberg. Really? Yes, he's, he's done a couple he, of films. Has he done anything I've seen? I don't know, because, you know, you don't see as many movies as me because, I'm you know... not special. You're not special. No. No, uh, so, uh, so Steven Spielberg has... I do uh, know who Steven Spielberg is. <laughs> that was a bit. Just, just want to clarify. See. Um, <laughs> what a great central performance by me, by the way. Oh, no. I, <laughs> I didn't know if you could carry the bit, but you did. Um, Steven Spielberg has that kind of um, grand scope. There's a very weighty tone to his movies. I feel like you know you're watching a Steven Spielberg movie before you realise you're watching a Steven Spielberg movie. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get it. So if you. you think about Lincoln and Jurassic Park and E.T., all three of them have this... They're very different movies, but they have the same kind of Spielberg quality to it. There's a cinematic majesty to it. And that's what's present in this movie. Um, when I compare it to Braveheart, it's kind of the same... The, the, the landscape of Africa is as much a part of the story 
as the characters and as the narrative in the same way that in Braveheart, the landscape of Scotland was as much part of the narrative, the, the sort of wilderness, the wild element of, mm. the, of the setting. Um, and it's just that kind of... It's, it's, it's at once a classic movie where you feel like I'm watching this real film movie. And then also it's incredibly fresh and brand new because it's the kind of story that we haven't seen before. The filmmaker uh, has... has taken all efforts to, to try and have as many uh, women and, and women of colour specifically in charge of the various different mm. uh, aspects of production. And it was all shot on location in South Africa. So it's a very um, unique voice that we don't we haven't seen as much of. And I think it's really interesting that Black Panther um, made such the splash that it did and was so rich in, in sort of African texture. And that has opened the door to now something like this, where it feels like, a, like I said, at once a classic and something completely brand new. It's a movie that you, you see and you feel like, oh, I've seen, this This belongs up there. It's, yeah. it's that kind of, I just, it's, it's Hollywood, man. It's Hollywood. And it's quite nice as well, because we've got Black Panther Wakanda Forever, mm-hmm. tickets are on sale for that uh, now, November by the way. November 11th. Yes, we'll be talking about that a little bit later yeah. on. I, I suppose that's sort of like the fantastical side mm. of, and this is more of the, the real side. Yeah. Like both have got very similar vibes to them, but mm. also are very different at the same time. It's grounded in a true story. The characters, Viola Davis' character is, is a fictional character. The filmmakers have done an extensive deep dive into the history of Dahomey and Diego G.A. And, and, and it's, it's kind of grounded in reality in a way that, you know, Black Panther isn't. And it's, it's, but it's, it's so nice to be able to have both of these exist alongside each other with so many similarities, but also so different. It's almost closer, I would say, to something like Saving Private Ryan. Right. You know. But that's not only this week's big release because Amsterdam is also out mm. this week, the big David O. Russell ensemble yeah. piece, which is a movie that's... What a cast this yeah. movie's got. I'm just going to read you a few names Please. of the people we're, that are in this open movie. the IMDb. Uh, Wikipedia, if you, if oh, you will. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, uh, John David Washington, Chris Rock, Anya Taylor-Joy, Zoe Saldana, Mike Myers, not the guy from Halloween, because <laughs> Austin He's Powers, Michael Shannon, Timothy Olyphant, Andrea Risberg, Taylor Swift, like it just goes on. Rami Malek, Bobby De Niro, it just goes on and on and that on is, and on and on. Yeah, it's is, like, who's free? You want to be in a movie? This, and that's kind of what a lot of this movie is being sold on. It's just like that poster with all of those names mm. on it. And sort of you know, like Infinity War. It's like, look at all yeah. these stars we've got. Only this is, this is a self-contained mm. thing. Look at all these people we've got here. I don't know too much about this movie. I did see the trailer before, Don't Worry Darling. And I think it's kind of visually it's got a very you know I, I also think of American Hustle which was the other day that's, yeah, that's what I was going to yeah. make a comparison to yeah. it's got that kind of same very strong visual very strong production design element to it and big names yes. doing big scenes together yeah. see now I do know quite a bit of this movie okay. and, and you know why please uh, because I watched Olivia from Cineworld sit down with Margot Robbie and Rami Malek it truly is so stunning I think I, I mean I've, I've watched it with friends at the premiere the other night who aren't normally that conscious of cinematography or lights or costumes, you know, they don't normally comment on things like that. And they were like, whoa, this is beautiful. It's so visually arresting. Please, you have to see it on the big screen, mm. at least the first time. And our cinematographer, Emmanuel Lebeski Chivo, he would all, often go to David and uh, David would want a, a tight close up and he'd say, let's stay in the wide. Please try to stay in the wide because it's just so special and, and, uh, 
It has such depth, texture, richness, and it, it really was beautiful. We sh- yeah, day we in shot in day amazing out. locations. We shot on the Queen Mary, which is a giant haunted boat, and we shot that as the Waldorf Hotel. So in the movie, when they go to a hotel, we actually shot at a ginormous haunted boat that floats <laughs> in the ocean in LA. You weren't sure. there in the Waldorf, were you? Mm-mm. It's actually haunted. Really? Yeah. The Queen Mary. Yeah, is a haunt. It actually haunted, and it, it's creepy as when you're there. What happened? Any stories? I'll tell you after. I also okay. did a Halloween there once. It's very fun. Did you? Yeah. You threw the Halloween party at the Queen. No, we just. I'll tell you. Oh, okay. we, we should go sometime. It's fun. All right. The Lost King is also out in cinemas featuring my boy, Steve Coogan. It is a movie about a woman who uh, who strives to find the remains of Rich III, uh, Sally Hawkins, who <laughs> just, you just love Sally Hawkins' face, mm-hmm. don't you? Um, and it's directed by Stephen Breers. It is a, uh, I'm really excited for this film because it's, it's kind of the same as Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. It's got that same vibe to it where it's got that very British, very, um, I, I guess like, you know, sh- schmaltzy, lovely sort of movie which mm. i love at this time of year especially when the, the weather gets a bit cold i want to go to the movies and get cozy and watch something that's going to make me feel nice um and i think it's got that kind of vibe to it mm. i'm quite excited for it well i also know a lot about this movie why well because i watched olivia sit down with steve coogan you keep doing this the fact that it was so little known about outside sort of small uh, group of people they, although it had been acknowledged it was barely acknowledged because the people holding the megaphone was a big, big institution called Leicester University. So they were able to sort of get their version of events and Philippa barely features in, in their, their accounts. And so to, in some ways, the, um, because of uh, Philippa's being um, uh, relegated to, to the sidelines, that helped actually make it a more interesting story because it was as ostensibly untold. So... That that made me think, right, I want to get out there and sort of sh- shout Philippa's story from the rooftops. And uh, so that, that made it just irresistible. And then all I had to do was convince Philippa that I was the right person to help her do that. Also out in cinemas this week, Smile, Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. Pony and Selvan 1, available in IMAX and 2D. And Don't Worry Darling, and Can You Believe? Ticket to Paradise. Dan, what is your pick of the week? Um, I'm going to pick The Woman King. Um, I think, you know, it, it's this, this is one of those weeks where there really is something for everyone, but in very genuine terms, because you could go, I still love Mrs. Harris Go to Paris and Ticket to Paradise is delightful, but I think there's something about The Woman King which feels like a moment, and I think it, it would be great. If it, if it got the audience it richly deserves. It was, yeah, I think I, it's kind of, it is my pick of the week as well, but I am going to give the, the runner-up award, if you will. And I'm, I'm going to uh, see both of the weekend to Amsterdam because I like the work of David O. Russell and I think it's just got such an incredible cast. that, mm. And it is one of those movies that its cast has made you go like, oh man, I've really got to go to the pictures to, to go and see this thing. I like to go and see anything that's like, Acting the movie, yeah, that exactly yeah. the one. Yeah. So yeah, so that I think I'm going to go with Amsterdam as my. Do you know what? I'm just going to put my, my uh, put my foot down. Amsterdam is my pick of the week. Wow, that was a that was a plot twist, wasn't it? <laughs> you started and now you'll finish. I know, and now I'll finish. Like Magnus Magnuson, I've started, so I'll finish. <laughs> and if you're watching this video from the world of Barnsley and you're thinking, but I can't go and see any of these movies. That's not true. It's not true at all. That's not true even because slightly. The City World is now opened in, in Barnsley. Barnsley. 
guys, I'm here at the new Cineworld in Barnsley and it looks amazing. So what have we got? We've got 13 screens, we've got IMAX with laser, we've got 4DX, it feels like you're in a roller coaster, you've got the motion, you've got water spraying, you've got wind and you can even smell things. Oh yes, Screen X as well. You sat surrounded by a screen. It's projected onto the side walls. And I might even bring my girlfriend to that. Honestly guys, this place is amazing. I'm currently just having a little explore and I'm gonna have a look. What's in here? Come on, let's have a look. October 11th, we have an unlimited screening of Emily and tickets are on sale for Black Adam, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Which has got previews this weekend. Indeed it has. It's crazy that, you know, we are nearing the end of the year, but we still have Black Adam and we still have Black Panther. Avatar is yeah. not too far off either. Well, it's gonna, it's, it's like racing to the finish line for what's gonna be the biggest movie of the year. It, really, yeah, it really is, I mean, Top Gun, you know. But well, again, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> but I think what I'm so, so super excited for, both Black Adam and Wakanda Forever. We had the mm. new trailer for Wakanda Forever, which you and I did a, we did. a trailer reaction for here on this very channel. We did do that, And yeah. I'm just, I'm so pumped for both of those movies. Yeah, I just, I literally, before we came to record, I saw a clip of The Rock on the red carpet for Black Adam, and it just reminds me, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for this. Yeah. It's a good vibe. Have I told you my Angela Bassett story? No. One time I went to the BAFTAs mm. and afterwards we were in the hotel at the Savoy. I was working so mm. I, 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 I had, we'd finally finished. I was like exhausted. And as I was sat in the lobby of the Savoy Hotel where all of the stars were staying, it's like two in the morning, and just rocks up a little bit worse for wear, <gasps> gets with her heels in her hand and gets in the lift. And I was like, you better work, and <laughs> Crack on. I once got a, uh, into an elevator with New Japan Pro Wrestlers Kushida. Oh, that's a nice little lift trip. Did you say hello? Uh, no. Or was it one of those, like, you know in the movies when it's like a flat shot of the lift and you're aware someone is next to you? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was taller than him. Do you know what happened to me yesterday? This what? is not related in any way to movies okay. whatsoever. But I was walking down the street in Piccadilly. Actually, it is related because I was at the London Film Festival. And uh, I know. Uh, I'm press. And I was walking <laughs> down the street. Oh, I'm impressed. On my way to... Hey, love that for you. On my way to the press conference for Matilda, which I will reference in a moment when we talk about The Woman King. Um, to... Uh, I was walking to, down, down Piccadilly to the press conference and passes me is... Alan Sugar's car. <gasps> now I know this because he has a very famous license plate. AMS1. Exactly. And I was like, oh, that's hilarious. That's Alan Sugar's car. I wonder if he's in the car. Looked in the back. He wasn't in the car. I was like, well, that's quite funny. Was it Carried just on walking down the street. Turned to the left. There's Alan, Alan Sugar. <gasps> Literally just walked right past me. Wow. I was like, so how wonderful. close to Lord Sugar. I was, I was closer than I am to you to Lord Sugar. No way. Yeah. And he, he looks old. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what you should have done? Well, I, I bet you no one's ever said this to him before. I should have before. told him he was fired. Yeah, oh, that would have been... I bet you no one's ever said that to him before. Things you wish you'd thought of in the moment. Oh, it would have been the first time he would have ever how happened. How he would have laughed. Infamous he, he loves a joke. Uh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Particularly brand new ones. One of the funniest people in the world. I, it, he writes all of his own zingers. I've on, heard uh, so. On The Apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> Behind the scenes. And he definitely doesn't sit on a booster seat. <laughs> Uh, it's Simba here said that Smile is a good movie. Saw it on Monday as part of the Unlimited Experience. Love the Unlimited Experience. Uh, and Jack Jones says, watch Smile on release. Thought it was good, but the ending was awful. 
Oh. I, I disagree with that. Okay. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, and Adam Nicholson, as our last comment here, just said, just want to give a shout out to Professor Dan Layton <laughs> and his snazzy intros. I love my snazzy intros. They're my favourite ones. Um, very quickly, just want to reference, because I've brought up the, the film festival, and we spoke about The Woman King. God, you episode. won't shove about going to the film I, festival. Well, because I'm very special and important. Um, I saw, I began the day with the opening gala performance, which was... Uh, Matilda the musical, the brand new one that's going to come out at the end of November. Uh, Lashana Lynch playing Miss Honey. A very affecting, very beautiful performance, very tender, very soft. So then to finish the day last night by seeing The Woman King, where she is brutal. <laughs> it's quite the whiplash effect. Yeah, very exciting. I'm just going to leave you with this last image. She's a... Oh, can you not show me any clip? I've told you, no images from Smile. Thank you very much. It's just the last thing that was on my computer because I paused the video to get the comments and it's just... It's just That's now burning... That, big old smile. That genuinely scared me. <laughs> like, I didn't like that. <laughs> well, I liked this podcast and I hope Aww. you enjoyed it too. Uh, we'll be back in seven days' time for another edition of this or you won't be there because you're abandoning us for a week. I'm sorry, but I, I love you all. Anyway. Yeah. Well, if you uh, want to check out any of the movies we discussed, there are links in the podcast description. We'll see you in seven days' time. I've been Luke Cohen. And I've been Dan Layton. And that's what's on. What's on?